Wasn't that beautiful? Those who uh, took the pictures, uh, I'm sure I'm looking at Sonia, Mike Puzan, and Sean, and uh, did I forget anyone else? Mike Hyde and and Alan also. Amen. May God bless you. This is good. We enjoyed it very much here. Okay. Mother's Day. It's one of the most special days in all of the year. It surely is a special day for us here, especially the dedication of our little children. If your mother is still alive, please run to her and wish her a happy Mother's Day. If you are away from her, call her and make her day. Please do that. It reminds me, I read a story recently about a wealthy son who decided to do something special for his mother on her day. He went to a pet shop and saw a very expensive talking bird. This was an unusual bird. This bird could whistle amazing grace. This bird could quote the 23rd Psalm. It was an unusual bird. The cost of the bird was $30,000. But what did he care? He was wealthy. And he spent the $30,000, bought the bird for his mother, and had it shipped to her. On Mother's Day, he made his call to his mother. He said, Mother... How did you like the bird? I sent you. She said, Oh, son, it was delicious. (laughs) God bless our mothers. Motherhood, just think of its blessings. Blessings, joys, sorrows, and triumphs. There is no greater thrill and feeling than holding her newborn, and no greater anguish than the broken heart a child may cause. How true the saying, the wisdom of God, is exhibited in a mother. And let me make this clear today. Regardless of what people are dreaming of or thinking of, we are not and we will not be the byproduct of some impersonal biological process. We were not made of an, by, on an assembly line, if you will please, or by an experimental body of scientists, or by the combination of chemicals. We are God's creation. We are God's creation, 
after his own image. And no science can duplicate that ever. God created us and bestowed the honor on mothers to bear us into this world. Mothers, I salute you this morning, this afternoon rather, and wish you a happy Mother's Day. May the Lord continue to bless you. The Bible says, do not forsake the law of your mother. This is in Proverbs 1.8. Do not forsake the law of your mothers. And in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15, partly it says, Timothy writing his son, he says, From childhood you have known the sacred things, the law of your mother. There are many great mothers in the Bible and who set examples for us and who set examples especially for every mother to follow. But due to lack of time, I'll mention their names and those of you who know them, I'm sure they'll be a blessings to you. Joshabed, the woman of great courage. She was the mother of Moses, if you do, do not remember. The mother of Moses, she defied the edict of the king. She defied the law of the world. And whose son became the greatest leader in the world, Moses. There's Hannah, who was a simple mother, who gave her only son to the Lord, and he became one of the great prophets of God, Samuel. There's a Shunammite woman, a woman of perception and a great faith, and the Lord revived her son and gave her her son from death. Eunice, the mother of Timothy, who raised her son to become a minister of the gospel. And how would you like to raise your son or daughter to become a servant of the Lord? Isn't that the best profession in the world? And the best thing you can ever have. I want to take a few minutes and talk to you about mothers. Mothers are our teachers and our guides. Our teachers and our guides. And I hope every mother will take that challenge and do it responsibly. And I mentioned earlier the law of your mother. It is an unwritten law. But engraved, and it is stamped upon the mind of every child. It makes a mark that cannot be removed. And what is, say, Adol, what is the law of the mother? I'm going to give you that. I'm going to explain it. It's the law of love. The law of kindness. The law of sacrifice. The law of unselfishness. Of giving. And giving and giving until there is no more to give. Remember that men and women who grew up, that's the law of motherhood. Mothers are the child's first and most important person. From her lips, he receives his earliest and most sacred lessons of God, of life, and duty in his living. Eighty percent. Of what a child learns, he learns by the time he is five years old. And yes, mothers, they are first and foremost our primary teachers. 
So there's a big responsibility on you mothers. And I beg of you, I beseech you to take up these responsibilities, those who are still raising kids, and give them the word of God. Because what you teach them now, they will grow up to be. Timothy's mother's name was Eunice. Eunice. The meaning of this name was conquering well. Victoria. It was a name expressive of a good or happy victory. And you know, in her life when she saw her son, she could mention his name with a smile. And I hope every mother... When your children will grow, if the Lord wills, when you mention their names, you'll have a smile on your face. This godly mother lived up to her name. For she conquered and succeeded in the effort to bring up in her son the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. She started her effective teaching from childhood. We go back to what we said earlier. When did she start? He was born. When he was born. And we all think of Timothy as the ideal young man. And as the ideal pastor and preacher and supporter to Paul. We think of him this way. But let us think a little bit when he was growing. When he was two years old. When he was one year old. Do you think he was disobedient at times? Oh, yes. How children are, you know. Disobedient, yes. At times, they do, they do things, and he had to be di- disciplined by his mother. And he had to be always straightened up, and loved, and cared for, and bring him toward the words of God, and teach him from childhood. He grew up. She spoon-fed him. She spoon-fed him the wisdom, the wisdom of God that led to his salvation. And when he grew up, she wished him well. When the time came for him to join Paul and go and serve the Lord, she gave him to the Lord. She said, go son, I raised you to be a man of God. I raised you to be in this, not a profession, but for you to go and serve the Lord and depend on him and win souls for the kingdom of God. It's a, if we want to call it a profession, which is not going, it's better than being a doctor, better than being a lawyer, better than being anything in this world, is being a man who serves the Lord. And a woman who serves the Lord too. And don't, don't forget that. And women, mothers today, I urge you with all my heart to emulate this woman, to emulate this great mother, and stand firm against the evil tide of slackness that we see in our society today. That today, children think they have a freedom. It's a false freedom. Ungodliness, ungodliness is there all over. And what is given, the freedom that is given to the children today, is leading them astray, completely away from God. And by the way, it's sweeping our nation completely. If you take the time and read the record of Timothy and his mother, 
you will find the true value of a positive Christian training at home. Christian training starts at home. Christian training starts with the mother and the father. But since we're talking, it's Mother's Day. Mothers, you have the greatest responsibility in the world when you have a child in front of you at home. Pray with him or her and raise them according to God's will. Notice that Paul in his epistle, he mentions the faith of Timothy's mother. In effect, he's saying to Timothy, you have always been schooled in the scriptures. Are we schooling our children in the scriptures? Mothers, you have a great responsibility today. And if you are, congratulations. You are on the right track. You will see your children growing to be men and women of God. Because this is a promise from the Bible. And the promise is found in the Bible. It says, train what? Your child in the way that he should go. And when he grows up, he will not go astray. Period. He will not depart. Depart from it. That's what he's saying. There, in that, in the scripture, when you teach them, there's the grace of richest value. And not all children have this privilege. I pray that every person who is in attendance today, every mother, is a converted mother, a Christian mother, and to bring her children according to God's will. Our society today is short of God-fearing mothers. I don't think anyone can argue with that. The lack of godly and faithful mothers has sunk the family into ruin today. Children are disrespectful. Do you agree with that? Unruly. Do you agree with that? Wild. Disobedient. Just a look at our schools. And society in the 21st century today reveals this obvious fact, which is due to the lack of training and discipline at home. Family life is slowly disappearing and sadly replaced by watching TV, programs, and meaningless events. A mother asked a psychiatrist one day and said, what when should I start training my child? Listen, mothers, especially young mothers. When should I start training my child? How old is the child, he asked. The mother replied, five years old. Slashed the psychiatrist. Woman, hurry home. You have already lost five years. On behalf of us all, Young and not so young, mature, mature audiences, mothers, and all the ones we are so thankful today for our dedicated mothers who nurtured us and formed an intimate relationship with us before we were even born. They sacrificed a lot for us so we would be men and women of God. The greatest lessons we have ever learned 
have come from loving, caring, and daring mothers who were always available to us. I pray that every mother in attendance this day would follow Eunice's footsteps. And I assure you, no regrets afterwards. Dr. Howard Morgan, the youngest son of G. Campbell Morgan, some of you read a lot about that, who had four sons, all of whom were preachers, was asked this question. Howard, who is the greatest preacher in your family? Without a moment's hesitation, he answered, my mother. Sometimes, listen to this, sometimes men and women who never stand at a pulpit, like here, like many of you today, you never had chance. You preach the greatest sermons through living out the word of God in your daily living. They are our teachers and they are the ones who look after us all the times. Now, they are also our disciplinarians. A godly mother who loves her children, I want mothers to answer me. If you love your children, your child, and the child is disobedient, what would you do? Do you discipline him, right? There is a law of discipline at home. And I saw someone said like this. Okay, spank, spank. Good. Amen. That's good. In the past, mother's faith and reliance in our early, early life in the United States and the world. Mother's have positively impacted our nation for many years and carried us through good times and bad times. Theodore Roosevelt once said, America's greatest asset is home-building, God-fearing mothers. Her perseverance in displaying the way of truth to us and clear guiding towards salvation leading to eternal life was a great, a great help in the nation that we are living in today. If you look at the society today and the society 50 years ago, you see a big difference. And the big difference is the fear of God is not in the hearts of the mothers. I'm giving you that responsibility today. Eudicist Timothy's mother nurtured, guided her son. And I am quite sure, we don't have it in the Bible, she disciplined him. And we can see the evidence of faith in his life. When he grew up, a giant of a man. You know what Abraham Lincoln once said? No man is poor who has a godly mother. Let us 
Be sensitive and grateful. Not only on Mother's Day, but every day. For our mothers and the mother of our children. Yes, I know a godly mother enjoys her role. And if you ask a mother, how are you enjoying your role? She said, great. It is tiresome sometimes. Sometimes they drive me crazy. But I love them. Enjoys her role. And I love being a mother. And you know what? There is nothing. We men do not know the joys of a mother. And also we do not know the agony of a mother. So let's give them all the love and respect because they are doing a great, great work and affecting nations. Knowing a mother will do everything for her children. You know why? Because she has the responsibility and she is the steward of the children God gave her. She knows that. Henry Beechers once said, what the mother speaks to the cradle goes all the way down to the coffin. She never quits. That's the love of a mother. Godly mother. I end with this. At a banquet, the mother of George Washington was sitting beside a distinguished French officer. Turning to Washington's mother, the officer asked, How have you managed to reach such a splendid, to, to, uh, to rear such a splendid son? She replied, five words, I taught him to obey. I taught him to obey. May the Lord help us and help you mothers. To be good teachers. Godly guides. And disciplinarians. And loving supporters to your children. Until the Lord comes. They are the future generations. The responsibility is on your shoulder. Amen. May God bless you. And have a happy Mother's Day. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we thank you for Mother's Day. And thank you for godly mothers that you have given us, especially in our church today. Those who are in attendance, those who couldn't make it, those who are upstairs, those who have uh, other uh, functions to attend. We pray for them all and pray that you keep encouraging our mothers so they can be the mothers that you want them to be the example we look up to. Now we continue uh, our prayers. Bless each and every one, Lord, and help us. If there are mothers here who do not know you yet, we pray that you open their hearts to your word and ask you to come into their lives and change them and make them the mothers that you want them to be. Bless us all, Lord, and continue being with us. A special prayer we lift up now. To be with our brother Rajiv was a long flight back home. And we'll be with him and uh, protect him from the dangers of the road. And uh, reunite him with his family in good health and uh, joy. We pray you you dismiss us with your blessing. And we give your name glory and honor. 
forever and ever. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask. Amen.